Welcome to Locally Grown, a podcast about business, strategy, mindset, and everything in between to get you to your biggest triumphs and get you through your biggest challenges. If you're a brick and mortar business owner who is looking to scale to six, seven, or even eight figures, then this is the show for you. Each week, you'll discover tips to take your business from struggling to profitable, all from my own real life experiences being an entrepreneur, coach, and business consultant. This is the podcast for helping you build a business today so you can also build a legacy for the next generation. I'm your host, Teresa Cantley. Hello, and welcome to episode 200. I cannot believe we are at episode 200 of this podcast. We started out as your next best step, and now we're at Locally Grown. But no matter what the name of the podcast is, the content is always the same. I'm always here to help guide you to make better decisions to really elevate your mindset, help you to find those gaps in your business, and also not just find them and identify them, but then fix them. Like figure out what you need to do differently so that you can achieve all of the things that you want to achieve, as well as, you know, building a strong team and building a strong culture, people-centric culture. And really, I think first and foremost is really getting clear on what that vision is that you have for your business and your life. And I hope that over these past 200 episodes, you have found inspiration and insight through my own experiences, through me being a mentor myself and a business coach to working with people and just things that I've experienced in my own life. I know over the past 200 episodes, we have had my husband on, we've had some great friends of mine who are entrepreneurs and business owners, as well as people who I've connected with across my entrepreneurial journey. And I'm getting better with sharing my own experiences and things that I've had challenges with and what I've done to get through those challenges. But the thing that I've never talked about is what it's been like to work with a mentor myself and the challenges that I've been through working with mentors, as well as the positive things that have come out of working with mentors. And across my career, since I started working when I was, let me see, 15 years old, I've had many different mentors, whether they were, my grandmother was a big mentor of mine. People that I worked with, they were big mentors of mine. You know, I have had so many different mentors, but I think since I've become an entrepreneur, I've had a lot of very interesting experiences working with mentors. And I wanted to share that with you because right now, I think more than ever, having a good mentor is important. And here's why. There are so many things that change on a regular basis. There are so many things that have shifted and things that are just like the snowball just kind of keeps coming our way. I like to think of it like in the world today, you always have that balance of yin and yang. There's always that balance of bad and good. And right now, I think we're kind of tipped in one direction. I think we're tipped in the negative side and we need to shift ourselves back and course correct and get back to that stability. And what I have found is 
that working with someone who has been there before you, has done it, has made the mistakes, has gotten through it, gotten to the other side, and can help you learn and navigate these challenges is so, so, so important right now. Which is why, and I will say, not every mentor I've ever worked with has been phenomenal. And we're going to talk about that. But finding a good mentor, finding someone who can hold you accountable, but also someone who can help you navigate these things, I think is so super, super important. And for myself, mentoring people, whether it is through the SCORE program with the people that I mentor through that, or the people who I work with on a one-to-one basis in my C-suite mentorship, in my business master's program, as well as anybody that I've ever worked with in the group programs that I've run, I always take all of the experiences that I've been through myself, no matter what it is, and I like to apply that to what I'm teaching, what I'm sharing, how I'm guiding someone, because I am a firm believer that if I wouldn't do it myself, I wouldn't recommend that you do it. If I haven't experienced it myself, I wouldn't like push you in a direction because I don't really have firsthand as to whether or not something will work, something would be beneficial. If it's something that I haven't even heard of, I would never recommend to somebody, oh yes, go all in, absolutely do that because I've been there. I've been there. I've had people tell me to do things. I've worked with people that have, you know, recommended that I do stuff. And it was like the worst advice I've ever gotten. So, which is why anytime on the show, I like to give really good advice to people that they can follow things that I've been through myself, things that I've done myself, things that I've tried, or when I have people on, they do the same thing to make sure that they're aligning with those same values. Now, again, the other side of this is. I would also never discourage if somebody really wanted to go all in on something. And this is, I found this mentoring people in SCORE. I've had people who are mentors in SCORE who have said to me, if somebody comes to you and has the craziest, zaniest idea for a business that you know won't work, how can you sit there and in good conscience, tell them to move forward with something? And my answer is always this. I don't know that it's not going to work. I don't know that their business idea isn't going to work, but I'm also not going to be somebody who's going to sit there and judge them for what they want to do, judge them for an idea or tell them not to do something. When again, who am I to say that their business idea is going to be wrong? I know there are mentors out there, like I said, because I had people that ask me this question all the time and I know there are mentors out there that would tell people that would squash an idea and tell them that's absolutely ridiculous. Don't do it or, you know, point them in a bad direction. But here's the thing. I am also, even though if somebody comes to me and they have an idea and they want to do something, they want to open up a business or, you know, whatever, even though I might not agree with it, I will guide them in the best possible way that I know how that I've been through myself to help them to either get the result that they're looking for or get them towards a lesson that they need to learn in order to move forward towards a result that they're looking for. So again, I wanted to share with you because right now at the time of this recording, it is July of 2023. I believe that having a great mentor, someone who will give you direct feedback, 
someone who listens to listen, not just to respond to you, someone who is open to your ideas, someone who has been there before you, has made the mistakes, someone who owns those mistakes and is wants to share their experience with you. It's so important to find someone like that because of all of the changes that we're going through. Building a business and scaling a business, starting from scratch or scaling a business that you've already gotten to a certain level in today's day is not for the faint of heart. I don't really think it's ever been for the faint of heart because there are so many obstacles and challenges and things that you run into and most people won't make it past 18 months. Most people won't make it past three years and most people won't make it past five years. If you're in business longer than five years, you need a gold medal because it takes a lot of guts. It takes a lot of chutzpah, as my grandmother used to say. It takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of confidence and it takes a lot of resilience to get you to that point because people will quit. Things happen in the economy and we don't have any control over it. Things won't work out. You'll have a program that won't sell. You'll have product that won't sell. You'll have things that happen with the business. You'll have theft. You'll have things breaking. You'll have things not working right. You'll have, again, people that quit or, you know, life happens. And you have to be prepared to get back up when life happens. I've been there myself, personally and professionally, where life happens. And you feel like you just want to crawl underneath the covers and you want to just hide from the world. But you got to just keep getting back up. You got to have that resilience. So again, having a good mentor to help you get through those times is key. Super, super key. And my first mentor, I think one of my first mentors was my father. And my father, even though we were like oil and water when I was growing up, my father was very much an engineer, very much a scientist. And I was very much a creative and very much into partying and hanging out with friends and boys and, you know, the whole thing. So the two of us were like oil and water and we butted heads a lot. But I say he was my mentor because the thing that he taught me was if you believe in something and you want something big enough, like you want to do something big enough, you want to achieve something, you want to be something, you are passionate about something, go all in no matter what. And don't ever let anybody tell you different. When we were growing up, my parents didn't have a whole lot of money. We had student loans coming out the wazoo. My parents refinanced their house. I don't know how many times to pay for college. And I remember somebody saying to my father, my brother went to Lehigh University, which is a really expensive Ivy League school. And I remember someone asking my parents, they said, why are you letting him go to that school? It's so expensive. You don't have the money. Like, you know, why don't you send him to a state school? And my father said, if this is where he wants to go, I'll find a way. I will find a way to make this work. And he said that to each one of us. We'll find a way. He used to tell my mother this all the time. We'll find a way. No matter what they want to do, we'll help them pay for their education and we'll find a way. If we have to refinance our house, we'll refinance our house. If we have to figure out something else, we'll have to figure out something else. But we will find a way. And I saw my husband doing the same thing with his kids, what they wanted, whether it was to pay for school, to, you know, pay for a wedding, whatever else, pay for them to move out of state. We'll find a way. Just like he always has said to me, we'll find a way. 
So my father, like I said, the lesson that I learned from him was no matter what you wanted to do, if you believed in it with all your heart and soul, and this is what you really wanted to do, and you were super, super, super passionate about it, you go all in and you find a way. You find a way to make it work. And never give up until it's time to give up. Never give up until it's time to give up. Because you don't know what will happen if you continue to push yourself. You know, because sometimes our mind starts telling us something and it's like, oh, we need to give up. No, you just need to look at it a different way. So that's what he always used to tell us. Don't give up until it's time to give up. So that was my first mentor. And I took those lessons and I apply it to what I do with the people that I work with to this day. Don't give up until it's time to give up. One of my mentors later on in life, who I still work with, said to me, because I remember saying to him, I don't want to disappoint you. I don't want to feel like a failure. I don't want to disappoint you. And he said, the only way you would disappoint me is if you quit. And since you're not going to quit, you're going to keep going. There's no way you could disappoint me. And besides the fact, it doesn't matter if you disappoint me. What matters is if you disappoint yourself. So do you really want to quit? Well, of course, my answer was no. (laughs) So second mentor that I ever had was my grandmother. And my grandmother, she was four foot 11, Pennsylvania Dutch, all the way through and through. Very simple, but she was a very simple woman, but she was also at the same time very much a lady. She was very simple, but she was also very tiny, but she was very fierce. And she taught me that you have to love with all of your heart. You have to forgive when it's time to forgive. You can't hold grudges. You can't hold on to stuff. And you always need to follow the path based on what you're feeling, what your gut and your heart and your soul are telling you to do. So she used to, again, love with all your heart, forgive when it's time to forgive and don't hold on to it too long because it will cause you more pain. And the three was to make sure that you're moving from a place of that intuition and that instinct and following what your heart and your soul is telling you to do. So again, when I talk to people, when I'm working with them and I'm mentoring them and we're talking about things, I always ask them, what is your gut telling you to do? What is your intuition saying that you need to do next? And getting them to answer those questions. Because when we focus on it that way, even if we go back and we say, okay, let's look at the facts. Let's look at these facts. Let's look exactly what happened. All right. What happened with this issue with your staff? What happened with this launch not working? What happened with, you know, this process breaking down? Like, what are the actual facts? Going through it and then saying, what is your gut telling you to do? And that's how they can make better decisions. Decisions that are going to lead towards growth and not towards contraction. So my grandmother used to always say this, especially when it came to, because I would be super frustrated with somebody and she would be like, Terry, don't hang on to it. Forgive, let it go. Because at the end of the day, you're not the one that's making the ultimate judgment. So let it go and you'll feel better. 
because it causes more damage to hold on to stuff than it does to just release it. So that was my second mentor. And this isn't all my mentors, but I'm just going through the ones that are the top ones and the lessons that I've learned. So another lesson that I've learned is not everyone is a good mentor, but you can learn from all of the ones that you work with. And over my entrepreneurial, let me just say that again, not everyone is a good mentor. Trust me on this one. Not everyone is a good mentor, but you can learn from everyone that you work with. I have worked with some mentors in my day who led me down such bad paths, paths that did not align with what it was that I really wanted to do because they weren't listening. Paths where it ended up costing me financially, paths that I went into a program thinking it was going to be one thing and it ended up being something completely different. But here was the thing. After the first couple times that I went through programs where I was promised something and didn't get it, I was overcharged for what I actually got. Or someone told me that that I should never charge someone for my services ever because then I wouldn't be being a good human. These things cost me a lot of time and energy and money and put me in bad situations. And I remember talking to my husband about after the last program that I went in and I said, I feel like I made, it was $17,000 mistake. And I was like, I feel like such an idiot because I joined this program and I couldn't even have a conversation with the person that was running the program, even after you were promised that you would be able to have hot seats with them. And I remember my husband saying, look, there's nothing we can do now. Like you just have to get through the program. So learn whatever you can from it, because I'm sure when you're looking at stuff, learn whatever you can from the program. And if there's nothing that you can learn from it, learn from the experience and just don't make that same mistake again. And ever since he said that, I thought about it every single time. So yes, I have in the past 10 years, you would be mind blowing if I told you how many programs I've been through and how many different masterminds and group coaching, just learning and absorbing and just constantly like keeping myself up to date on new things that were going on and new trends and new, you know, whatever. And how many bad mentors I've run into out there and how many programs where they sell you into something and then what you actually get is completely different. But ever since my husband told me that, every single program that I ever do, every single program, every single coaching program, every single DIY, every single networking group I'm in, I always look for what can I learn from this? What can I learn from the experience or what can I learn from this program? Because again, not everybody's going to be a good mentor. Not everybody's going to be a good fit. You might think they're a good fit in the beginning, but they turn out not to be. Not everybody's a good listener. Not everybody really understands what it is that you want to do because a lot of people, like they say they're a coach, they say they're a mentor, but in reality, they're not. But you can choose how you look at that situation. You can choose how you look at the person that you're working with and choose to learn something from them, especially if you're in a program, and I've made this mistake many times, where you have to stay in it. You don't get a refund. You don't get money back. So you're like kind of stuck. So you have to say to yourself, what can I learn from this? What can I learn from this experience? What can I learn from this program or this mentor until it's time to part ways? And you know what? Again, you can always make the choice 
to learn. You can always make the choice to get something positive out of any situation. And as soon as you realize that, things start to shift completely. And again, that's something else that I instill in my clients when I'm working with them is no matter what, whether things work out or they don't work out, you can always learn from the situation. You can always take something positive away from it. And if you start to think about it that way, you'll always get something out of it. Whether or not it was the right decision or the wrong decision, it's always right because you're always going to learn something. You're always going to get something out of it. So another thing was always be willing and open to feedback. And this was something that I actually realized more recently about not being afraid to give direct feedback, but also not being afraid to receive direct feedback. So I was working with someone in a program and this was something that was set in the beginning that you have to be willing to speak directly and give direct feedback, but you also have to be willing to receive direct feedback from people in the group. And I always thought I was somebody who was like a direct speaker, straight talker, you know, give the feedback that I had and not be afraid to receive it. And what I didn't realize is that, yes, I'm really good at receiving direct feedback, but it's difficult for me to say to someone, and I didn't think it was, but to really have that conversation and tell them when they're doing something wrong, like really doing something wrong. It's easier for me when I'm meeting with people one-on-one, but in a group setting, it was just really hard for me to do that. But the thing that I realized, and it was really good advice, is that the more you can create an open environment that feedback like that can be shared in an open environment where there's no personal attack. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean that you're an idiot. It doesn't mean that they're an idiot. It doesn't mean anything. But you create that safe space where people can give feedback, where people can share their input, where people really just be like straight up honest and say, hey, you went in this direction. And it was probably the wrong direction, but now you need to turn around and go backwards and you need to go down this road and not be afraid to share that feedback. I always, and I always thought this, is that whenever I talk to people, and in some ways this is a good thing, and in other ways, like this is something that I need to change and maybe not necessarily change, but grow from it, where I always think about what I'm going to say before I say it to someone, because I'm always afraid of how it's going to land. I don't want to hurt someone's feelings. I always want to be encouraging. I always want to help people. So I always think about what I'm going to say before I say it, because I was always worried about how it was going to land on the other person. And what I realized, you know, working with this mentor is number one, we have no control over what's how someone's going to interpret what we're saying. We have no control over how they're going to feel about what we're saying. But what we do have control over is that we're moving from a place of positive intention and we're moving from a place of giving a positive intention and love that we want the other person to achieve good things. We want them to succeed. We want them to help them. So as long as we're moving from that positive intention, it's good. Again, if they get upset or they get offended at what we're saying, we don't have control over that. We only have control over how we show up and what we say. It's the same for mentors. 
Mentors are no different. Working with a mentor, they're not like these superhuman people. It's not like they're a celebrity or they're, they are like everyday people just like us. And I know when I met another mentor of mine who I absolutely loved, Shalene Johnson, I had her on such a pedestal. And this was many, many years ago. And when I met her for the first time live, I cried. I was like, I couldn't even get my words out. And my husband was with me and my husband did all the talking. So people, they are the same as us, the same as us. But again, the thing that I realized from this other mentor, and this is also something that Shalene actually talks about a lot, is you have to not be afraid to be yourself and to have that straight talk. And if someone on the other end of it can't deal with the straight talk and can't, that it offends them and they can't take it, then that's not your person. That's not your person. That's not somebody that you want to work with. That's not somebody that you want to be around. That's not somebody who you want in your tribe. You have to be able to have those honest conversations. And you also have to be able to receive those honest conversations. Like I said, I always thought that I was really good at receiving honest feedback from people. But what I also found is, again, in a group setting that I struggled with just getting it out there and saying what I needed to say or what I wanted to say for fear that I would sound silly or for fear that I would hurt someone else's feelings. Number one, I didn't want to feel like I sounded silly, which now I know is silly to even think that, but also to say, you know what? I have no control over how they're going to feel, but I know that I'm moving from a place of positive intention and love. And that's all that matters. And hopefully they will take it. Okay. They won't get offended and they won't get upset. So the last one is, and this has to go with mentors that I work with now is I, and it took me a long time to find a mentor like this, but someone who has been there, who has done that, who has made the mistakes, who understands the journey that you're on to the extent of not necessarily your journey, because everybody's journey is different, but they understand that there's going to be struggles. They understand that there's going to be challenges. They understand that you're not going to have all the answers and you know that they're not going to have all the answers but they will help you to find those answers. They will help you to uncover the resources to get those answers, to get those things that you need to find out or those things that you need to learn. And when you find someone like that, the world just shifts because they will hold you accountable. They will help you uncover blind spots that you didn't even know were there. They will help you to get to the results that you're looking to get to faster because they've already made the mistakes. They've already taken the steps and they know kind of how to course correct when those things happen, when those speed bumps happen. So making sure that you find the right person to work with, someone who is walking alongside you, not behind you, not in front of you, and they forget that you're even back there. Somebody who is walking alongside you and saying, hey, Let's get through this together. Let's make sure that you stay on the right path so that should these blindsided things come up, guess what? I can help you duck. I can help you flip and duck, you know, from like boxing days. I can help you shift when you need to shift and help you help to pick you back up when things don't work out. And finding a mentor like that is few and far between. But I have been lucky over the past 
you know, couple years, I have found one, maybe two like that. And I have been working with them ever since. So working with them and doing the things that I've been able to do with them has helped me to course correct when I've made some really lousy decisions, help me to weigh my options before I get myself into deep into some kind of a business opportunity or a partnership or another program or, you know, something where I'm kind of like, oh crap, I'm back to, you know, ground zero. So working with them has helped me to navigate all of those challenges, especially over the past three years. They have also helped me to define what it is that I really want my vision to be because it's changed so much. And your vision is a living and breathing thing, just like a human being. So it's consistently going to change. As you grow, it will grow. And they've helped me to kind of navigate which direction I need to go. What do I need to focus on? What do I need to put into place? How can I get from point A to point B in the shortest amount of time in the shortest amount of steps? They've helped me to be able to do that. And Again, finding those mentors are very few and far between. And when you find one, you want to make sure that you learn as much as you possibly can from them in the time that you're working with them. And all of these things that I've learned over the years, working with different mentors, having different mentors in my life, all of these things together, I've combined it all into how I work with people, whether it's one-on-one, whether it's in a group setting or whether I'm presenting live to an audience. These are all things that I have taken from all these different mentors and all these different experiences that I've been through to combine it together to be the mentor that I am today so that I can help more people to achieve the things that they always thought were impossible, make them totally possible. So I hope this episode helped you. And I would love to hear from you. Who was the most influential mentor that you had in your life? Was it a parent? Was it a grandparent? Was it a teacher? Was it someone that you've worked with in business? Who was that most inspirational and influential mentor that you had? I mean, even when I was in my last job in corporate, which I hated, but I had mentors there who, if it wasn't for them and the things that they taught me or the things that they pushed me to do, I wouldn't be doing the things that I am today. So again, you can find mentors everywhere, everywhere, if you look hard enough. But again, when you find the right mentor, the mentor that can help you achieve your dreams, you want to make sure that you hold on to them and let them know, let them know how much you respect what they've done for you. So I hope you have a beautiful rest of your week and I will see you again for episode number 201 after this phenomenal episode 200. All right. Take care. Oh, 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 oh,